Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together again in prayer this morning. We are living in ordinary time, and I am glad to be back home and thank God for a safe and restful vacation. This week we will continue reading Mark's Gospel, and we begin with reading the same story twice, because uh, it is a story within a story, so we're going to spend a day thinking about each of the healing stories before we move on to the next story that comes up. As we have been, though, we will try to pay attention to what Jesus says and does so that we can learn from him. But now, let us begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, Let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Mark, chapter 5, beginning at verse 21. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea, Then one of the leaders of the synagogue named Jairus came, and when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. So he went with him. And a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years. She had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had, and she was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus, came up behind him in the crowd, and touched his cloak, for she said, If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that a power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you? How can you say, Who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling, fell down before him, and told him the whole truth. He said to her daughter, Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. While he was still speaking, some people came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. He allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. 
When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. When he had entered, he said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him. Then he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, Little girl, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was twelve years of age. And this was, uh, this, at this they were overwhelmed with amazement. He strictly ordered them that no one should know this, and he told them to give her something to eat. The word of the Lord. Jairus and his wife come to Jesus looking for Jesus to heal their daughter, who is sick and, as we learn later, at the point of death. Jesus is, Jairus is one of the leaders of the synagogue, so he is a man of some status, and we might assume also of righteousness and well-respected for his piety, his learning. But when he comes to Jesus on behalf of his daughter, he doesn't demand or presume, but he humbles himself before Jesus. And Jesus does not turn him away. He hears and he responds to his fervent prayer. Think of that, uh, the request that comes to Jesus uh, for healing for a daughter in intercession, coming directly to Jesus. I wonder if in our our prayers we might do the, the same thing to see Jesus as that present as Jairus did that day or as the woman who later on reaches out to touch him. But when Jesus says that he will go and heal them, and when they start to make their way to Jairus's house, Jairus and his wife probably feel their spirits lift and hope return to them. Because, you know, if Jesus said that he was going to heal her, then she was as good as healed. But something happens along the way that stretches their faith and threatens to turn their hope into despair. Jesus is sidetracked, and we'll talk about that again tomorrow. But in the meantime, Jairus's daughter dies. I cannot even imagine the whirlwind of emotions that must have swept over Jairus and his wife. The grief, the despair, the anger, maybe even rage. What else? But notice how calmly and firmly Jesus takes hold of them and holds them in their faith. Jesus will not let them go, and even death does not keep him from keeping his word to his family. He goes and he raises the girl from her sleep. That's what Jesus calls us. To Jesus, death is no more an obstacle than is a deep sleep. The one who has come to triumph for us over death now promises to wake us too. That is probably getting a little ahead of ourselves. But there's something else Jesus is doing here that shows us his amazing compassion. Not only does Jesus have the authority to give life, but he also comforts the grieving family by letting them know that their little girl is at this time not afraid or suffering, but rest peacefully until her Lord comes to wake her. Don't be afraid, Jesus seems to say. Don't worry that she is dead. She is only sleeping. Her state is as peaceful as I see it. Can you see it that way as well? Just like sleep, but also trust that I will wake her. And Jesus keeps his word, and in his own time, and in his own way. And maybe that is one of the most important things for us to remember this morning, that God always keeps God's promises, that God is answering our prayers, even the prayers we pray in our desperate grief, our prayers to hold our loved ones once again. But God will accomplish all of these things in God's time, and maybe even more amazing, for God's own beautiful and glorious reasons. 
But for now, we must simply trust and follow where Jesus leads us. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for sunshine and rain, for warmth and for the growth of gardens and grass and all things glorious. And for the new creation that you have given us in Christ, the gifts of healing and forgiveness and the promise of resurrection and eternal life for the gift of relationship with others, and for the blessings of family reunions and trips this summer, for the communion of faith that we share in your church as you bring us together to worship and praise you each and every Lord's Day. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God, a might renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially today we pray for those who are sick, for those who are afflicted, for those who are bereaved. We pray for those who care for the sick and for the dying, especially those who at this time feel overwhelmed or, or overrun. We pray for those who bring comfort to the bereaved and to the grieving. We pray for those who govern the nations of the world that they might do so with wisdom and compassion. We pray for people in countries that are ravaged by strife or warfare or are suffering from fire or flood or storms or heat. We pray for all who are working to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else or for who else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.